friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with help from my good friends, Doug and, Dog at, at, at Doug, <laughs> Doug and Don at, um, at BBS Radio. Uh, and I want to thank them so much for all their wonderful support. I couldn't do their sh- the, the show without their help. Uh, Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported uh, program, and I really appreciate uh, your wonderful um, contributions and, and support. If you'd like to support us, uh, just go to my website on PBS Radio, or at um, please go to www.outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute to any, anything you'd like. With today's show, we should have the purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier world. With today's show, we should have about 115 million listeners, a jump of 6 million from Saturday and um, in over 100 countries. And I'm so happy uh, people are waking up. And I and I know that, that we are ascending. We've got only about um, four months left of third dimension before we shift into fourth dimension. And then about two years after that, we'll be shifting in the fall of 2014 into, the, into 5D. And I, I've waited a long time for this moment in human history and um, I know we're going to do it and create a much better and happier uh, planet. And as President Kennedy has told me, uh, we are all meant to live free. We're meant to live happy. And we're meant to live in a peaceful, happy planet and li- living in harmony um, and where people are truly happy. And that's that's the kind of world that I want to help create. And I know every, everyone listening today also has the same values. So um, anyway, I want to thank everyone so much for their for their beautiful support. Um, Today's show, um, usually I have a German translator for it, but uh, uh, my friend Nicole, who was my translator, had to do some other things, and she got busy. So um, if there is someone out there who would like to translate, just send me an email. I'd love your help to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. That's outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or I can be reached at outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com. Either one will will work fine. Uh, I want to tell everyone um, um, I have uh, some trips going to Mount Shasta and Sedona in the, uh, this summer. And if you'd like more information, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. We always see lots of Sasquatch and Pleiadians and have a wonderful time when we're there. It's a fantastic place. And uh, Mount Shasta especially is going into the um, fifth dimension right now. And that means when you're there, you feel very light, and very, very happy. Uh, it's a beautiful place, and um, um, if you'd like to go, just send me an email to out of this world uh, uh, 1150 at, at gmail.com. Uh, also, I'll be going to Sedona in mid-September. Sedona is a beautiful place. Um, one of the things I wanted to share with everyone that in Sedona, uh, Sedona itself used to be at the bottom of the ocean, and when you see all these beautiful canyons there and the, and, the, and the red rock, that at one time was an area where dolphins and whales congregated and swam around that area. And that was being told to me by Judy, my good friend, Judy Kelly, who I interviewed on Saturday. She's a, a wonderful lady and um, she'll be coming back on my show on a regular basis uh, every month or two. And I hope you'll be able to, to listen to her. I always like to, to start off my shows with uh, playing one of these. Um, it's a 528 hertz tuning fork. And when you hit one of these tuning forks with a, one of these um, crystals here, um, it spreads love everywhere. And I'm going to hit that a couple of times now. Let's hope it works okay. That's the first one there. I hope you can hear that all right. Second one. And the third one. That's the frequency of love, my friends. 
If you'd like one of these tuning forks with a Lemurian crystal from Mount Shasta, from Telos, uh, just send me an email. I'm happy to send you one. Um, my email is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. I also have a uh, spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to, um, to talk to the other side if you're interested. And I give readings, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at, um, at gmail. Uh, com. I also have um, my book available, uh, Messages from the Masters. Um, that book is, is all about messages from great spirits like uh, Albert Einstein, President Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, Dr. Masurimoto on our beautiful, bright future. The book was channeled several years ago, and uh, everything that they've told me in the book has come true. If you'd like a copy, it's just $21, and you can order it from my um, website, outofthisworldreadings.com. Or just send me an email. I'm happy to send you the information too. Out of this world, 1150 at, at gmail.com. Um, this first part of the program will be focused in on, um, uh, on who is Simon Parks. And, um, and that'll be followed by um, an interview with my good friend, Susie Ward, who will be channeling her son. Matthew Speaks, she's been channeling her son since I believe 1990. Um, for the past 30 odd years. And Matthew is a beautiful angel who lives on the other side. And he always has beautiful messages for all of humanity, which we'll be having on today. And I'm so glad that, uh, that she, could, um, she could come on. Um, one of the things, um, I'm bringing up a screen here I wanted to read off of, is that um, uh, Simon Parks was on my show for the past four or five years till about 2020. And I always enjoyed uh, hearing him because he always had a lot of good information and I thought he was a good, a good speaker. Um, but beginning in 2020 started to change after he and I were on a phone call with Q. And uh, when Simon told me that he had a lifelong ambition to work for an intelligence agency called the Central Intelligence Agency or the National Security Agency here in the United States. The background was that... Um, um, you have to understand his background to understand that kind of desire. His uh, mom worked for the NSA, CIA, and his grandfather all also worked for MI6 and also American intelligence during World War II. So Simon wanted to carry on his family lineage, and he told me that he, he felt like he would be failing his purpose in life unless he worked for them. Um, I was approached by, um, out of the blue, by an uh, agent for that agency asking me um, if Simon and I would like to work for them to spread disinformation on my radio show around the world. And I uh, looked at, I looked at them and I said, no, I couldn't do it because I didn't work this hard to create a better planet to work for an agency like that. But Simon uh, did accept their offer and he was offered $250,000 a year for that, uh, for that service. He also signed, he also said, he was on his show yesterday actually discussing it, and he openly admits he signed a non-disclosure agreement for that, so we can't discuss the details, but I do know the details from the offer since I was, um, uh, since I was there. One of the things that's happened is that um, uh, Simon, uh, since in 2018, 2019, Simon didn't have a lot of money, and he was, um, and, but from since that time, He's been able to get enough funds to hire many, many coordinators around the world. The organization is quite interesting. It's worldwide right now. It's in Australia, the United States, Canada, Europe, Germany, you name it. It's, it's everywhere. 
And um, the thing I think you have to ask is how did a man like that who came, didn't have much money just three or four years ago, suddenly has all this money to pay for all these coordinators and now it's a worldwide organization. Um, I'm, I'm sure that the group does good work, but um, um, there's a lot of questions I have. And um, oh, about a week ago, Simon asked all his followers in all these different countries to visualize having a dark cloud over everyone and a dark cloud of the earth. He said that was for the ascension. And it's just my opinion that you don't, you don't create ascension by invoking a dark cloud over anyone and especially over this planet. Um, you, you create ascension, you make this world a better place by using love and light, which Professor Einstein, Albert Einstein, tells me is the most powerful and important force in the universe. And so with that, what I'd love everyone to do is to put their hand on their heart and send lots of love and light around the planet and a healing prayer. It's called the Ho'oponopono from Hawaii. This does work. And I'd like for you just to say that after me, say, um, uh, we're sorry, please forgive us. We thank you and we love you. And we'll do that twice more. We're sorry, please forgive us. We thank you and we love you. And then one more time, we're sorry, Please forgive us. We thank you and we love you. And I think that will certainly increase the vibration of this planet and, and, and help people heal much more than creating dark clouds over the planet. Um, there's, um, there's so much going on around the world right now. And there's two videos I wanted to play. The first one is a, um, it's a video about the shock program happening uh, here in the United States and, and elsewhere. And uh, I sent it to, 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 to Doug earlier. I hope you got it okay, my friend. Um, if we could play that uh, just a few minutes early, Doug, if we could play that first video. It's about almost eight minutes long from zero to 7.57. It talks about the uh, health problems with the, uh, with the shot program. And I think it's something people should, should really remember. The thing that, that's happening now is that the, um, the U.S. military now has canceled all of their military flights over Southern California for the next couple of days because there's been so many accidents in the air from pilots who've taken the vaccine that it's not safe for them to fly anymore right now. Isn't that interesting? And um, many times on my program in the past, I've said that um, with the mandates by the um, illegal criminal Biden administration that pilots take these, these shots, we're gonna have a lot of pilots dead and a lot of pilots, other pilots are going to be injured. They're going to get Guillain-Barre disease. They're going to die of heart attacks and strokes, or they'll get a heart attack or, or a stroke and be unable to function. They can't fly anymore. And this is exactly what's happening to the U.S. military now in Southern California, as they, they do not have enough pilots to fly. There's been enough, there's been enough pilots dying and being disabled from the shot program mandated by the corrupt Biden administration that our military now cannot function. That's right. It cannot function in, South, in Southern California. And I think, in my opinion, this shot program is criminal. It's killing people off. And all it is is destroying the United States. I think you'll find this, this video interesting. It's by uh, Dr. Tenpenny um, and several other medical doctors. And I'll be coming back after about eight minutes of that plane. So, Doug, if we could play that now, that would be, uh, that would be great. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it.
trying to rush it through. They got the team in Oxford here, uh, you know, putting their injections into rhesus monkeys. And they look now they're trying to push everybody it might be ready in six months, which is faster than I've been told any other vaccine has been been ready and really like pushing it towards people. again. And why would you give a vaccine to people who already have an antibody, who've already been exposed, have developed a natural immunoglobulin G for a past infection or IgM, the mucosal surfaces for a recent or current infections? Why, you know, why, why would you give a healthy person a shot that that could drive the toxicity as the data have shown when they're already immune? Why aren't the immune, why aren't the exposed who are not sick, healthy people out there working to protect the compromised? And why aren't we protecting the compromised with, um, with, with the therapeutics that we know work like hydroxychloroquine and, and the type one interferons and vitamin C and zincs, the natural products um, to to protect them. Why are we holding everybody? And that's why I call it criminal extortion. And they don't get out of their house and they're driving further and further into their own depression or anxiety or disease. They can see the effect it's having on the family when they can't pay their bills. Um, You know, the children who aren't educated, um, uh, you know, this is, you know, you know, uh, finally it's like, oh, how bad could it be? And you get that shot. And once you do that, um, you can't take it. You know, it's very difficult to, to, to detox. Most people don't realize the vaccines do not prevent infection. You're injecting the blueprint. You're injecting the blueprint of the virus and letting a compromised system try to deal with it. And worse, it doesn't go in the cells that a natural infection would that have lock and key receptors, gatekeepers, so that only certain cells can be infected like the upper respiratory tract for a coronavirus. Now you're making it in a nanoparticle, which means it can go in every cell without that receptor. So can you imagine the damage of bypassing God's natural immunity and allowing uh, the blueprint for a coronavirus that, that also has components of HIV in some strains, meaning you can infect your white blood cells. So now you're going to inject an agent into every cell of the body. I just can't even imagine a recipe for um, anything other than what I would consider uh, mass murder on, on a, a, a scale where I, uh, 50 million people will die in America from the vaccine. 15 million. 50 50. Million. Yeah. Wow. That's a big prediction. Yeah. But the numbers of the XMRVs and the vaccine injuries for the 40 years support that. Dr. Judy Mikovich was with us last week and she said potentially 50 million Americans die if we proceed with vaccines. And I I was like 15 and she said 50. And I was like, wow, that's a that's a dark prediction. And it it feels extreme that that's only America. Right. So you don't think she's off if we go full steam ahead with this? Not at all. And if they don't die, they're going to be seriously injured. You know, you know, there's some, and there's something, there's some things in life that are worse than death. You know, having to live with chronic, chronic, chronic hepatitis, you know, chronic inflammatory drug induced hepatitis, you know, having chronic seizure disorders, having debilitating autoimmune diseases. You know, some people are so sick they it would be merciful if they died right so there's some things in life that are worse than death 
So I don't think that's an over-exaggeration at all. And she was mentioning that because I, I, I listened to her interview with you. And she was mentioning that as being just in America. Yeah. And we're talking about, and Bill Gates said he, he wants four, 15, million do, 15 billion doses of this vaccine because every one of their, their protocols is you get the first shot. So you get 7.7 billion, every man, woman, and child on the entire planet he wants vaccinated. They get the first shot, which they call that sensitization. Then they give the second shot to give that high antibody response. And then these coronaviruses have been around for six years. And that's one of the things that we don't really know. I mean, we're trying to learn about this virus and develop things in real time, right? We're just learning about this virus and how it's affecting people and how it's spreading and what should we be doing about testing or not testing and what about treatments? And we're finding out that the virus is more of a blood infection than actually a lung infection. And we're kind of figuring it out in real time. And yet they're full steam ahead, hammer down, get this vaccine out there as fast as we can. But it's sh- horrific. Surely Bill Gates and Fauci and even the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want that many deaths on their hands. I mean, they, and they wouldn't want that to happen. Or you They would have think of, no liability. Okay. But still, I mean, still, they obviously don't want that to happen, right? Do they just not know any better? They can read the literature just like I can, Brian. So they're, they're just evil, horrible people? Like, I'm just trying to understand their motivations. It's one thing, well, you know, to create you know, one a of the things that dependent. we kind of try not to talk about in the vaccine world over the years is the whole eugenics movement. Right. You know, we kind of because, you know, we already have enough problems with being labeled as tinfoil hat, anti-science, you know, horrible people because we don't think people should be vaccinated. We already got a whole bunch of labels stuck to us. But the truth is, Bill Gates's dad, I mean, he was one of the original founders of Planned Parenthood. He was one of the original founders of the eugenics movement here in the U.S., um, the Georgia Guidestones are real. You know, Bill Gates has said in some of his TED Talks, we can't sustain this. You know, they, we have to, you know, the population is getting too big. We have to lower the population on the planet and we can't expect vaccines to do it all. We have to do other things. He's been known to say that. So, I mean, those are his words. I wasn't putting words in his mouth. Those are things that he said. And so I, and I believe that there are people who really, truly believe they're all into this whole, you know, global warming sort of things. And it's all because of humans and cow farts and, you know, different things that they laugh about sometimes, right? And so if we lowered the number of humans on the planet, then the planet would have a better chance to survive. So, you know, psychopaths think differently than you and I do, Brian. They just do. Thank you so much, uh, Doug, for your wonderful help with that. That was a, a perspective on, on the vaccines and also the, uh, the so-called virus here a couple of years ago, and I think it's appropriate uh, then as now. Uh, the second video uh, I'd like, love to play is on the Bilderberg uh, meeting this week um, in Washington, D.C. Those, these include uh, Biden's going to be there, Trudeau from Canada is going to be there, the president Pfizer is going to be there. All these heads of big corporations and governments are going to be there. And they're basically determining in secret um, what the policy of the United States and the world will be for the next couple of years. And, of course, the media in this country is ignoring it. But I think it's important for people to to be aware of what's going on. And if we could, uh, Doug, we'd like, I'd like to play the first five minutes of this, of this next video just to introduce everyone to the issues and what they're doing there so people are at least are, are aware of what's going on. Doug, if you wouldn't mind playing that. Thank you, my friend. That's just the first five minutes would be fine. Thanks.
Kim, what's on your radar? Well, the Bilderberg meetings held this past weekend at the Mandarin Oriental in Washington, D.C., convened again for the first time after a two-year pandemic hiatus. About 120 of the West's most powerful people, including heads of NATO, CIA and NSA, prime ministers of nations, big tech executives and vaccine makers, gathered together to discuss the world's problems, mostly focusing on war and foreign policy. You've probably never heard of these meetings. Most people haven't, and that's no surprise. The meetings are conducted in secret without any press. In fact, the organizers are proud of the secrecy. On their website, they state... The meetings are held under the Chatham House rule, which states that participants are free to use the information received, but neither the identity nor the affiliation of the speakers nor of any other participant may be revealed. Thanks to the private nature of the meeting, the participants take part as individuals rather than in any official capacity and hence are not bound by the conventions of their office or by pre-agreed positions. Oh, sure. So democratically elected policymakers and other government chiefs who work on the taxpayer's dime go and sip cocktails behind closed doors in a luxurious hotel discussing important matters such as war, global alliances, pandemic responses and disinformation with the corporate billionaire class all weekend in secret without the press. But don't worry. They're doing it as private citizens. So it's okay because what they discuss probably won't affect us. Right. They actually completely blocked off the Mandarin Oriental for these meetings. Here's independent journalist Josh Friedman reporting from the location. Now, the Bilderberg meetings actually have their own website where they do give us some insight into what it is they talk about and who attends. This year's meeting covered 14 topics, geopolitical realignments, NATO challenges, China, Indo-Pacific realignment, Shino-U.S. tech competition, Russia, continuity of government and the economy, disruption of the global financial system, disinformation, energy security and sustainability, post-pandemic health, fragmentation of democratic societies, trade and deglobalization, and finally, Ukraine. In fact, The Guardian reported that Zelensky himself was rumored to be making an appearance, appearance via Skype. Curious if he was also attending as a private citizen. People on the published list of participants, including wealthy investors and bankers like Peter Thiel from Thiel Capital and executives from Deutsche Bank and Goldman Sachs. The CEO of Pfizer was there, presumably to talk about post-pandemic health. The list includes many from the artificial intelligence space, such as executives from Facebook and DeepMind, as well as the former head of Google, oil and gas executives from Shell and Naftogaz, Ukraine's largest oil and gas company. Many experts on Russia and Ukraine were in attendance, as well as politicians, policymakers and global leaders, such as Senator Kirsten Sinema, NSA Director Jake Sullivan, CIA Director William Burns, the King of the Netherlands, Canada's Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland, Finland's Prime Minister Santa Marin, Dutch Prime Minister Mark Root, the head of French intelligence, and even Henry Kissinger. This year's meeting was led by the Secretary General of NATO, Jen Stoltenberg. But again, they insist there is nothing of public importance going on at this meeting. It's just private citizens getting together in a blockaded hotel, chit-chatting about global matters like war and pandemics. Nothing of consequence that we should be concerned about. So there's no need for any reporting or transcripts. The few reporters who attempted to gain access, reporters such as Max Blumenthal, Josh Friedman, Frank Analysis, Luke Radowski, were denied. And actually, the location of the meetings themselves were never announced and remained secret. It was reporter Josh Friedman who was able to figure out where the meetings were even happening. 
as much as the organizers want to claim all of these powerful people who have the ability to march us into wars, shut down entire nations during a pandemic, and spend endless amount of taxpayer money on things like weapons of mass destruction, are just operating as private citizens, we all know better. These people are not getting together to mingle, even though nothing official comes from these meetings, no votes, no resolutions or policy statements. There absolutely are ideas being exchanged and decisions being made. The question is, aren't we the people entitled to a reading of the minutes? So what do you think, Olimi and Robbie? Do you think we should be knowing what is going on behind these closed doors? Who's in attendance? What they talk about? Shouldn't there be transcripts, reporters? in these meetings with these very powerful people, or is it fine that they're just private citizens getting together chit-chatting about war? No, it's not fine at all. I think we absolutely are entitled like that many, that many politicians, different countries. There's no way. It's not, it's not chit chat. It can't be something. Listen, I don't believe in secrecy anywhere, but attorney client privilege, when it comes to our lawmakers and the people who are responsible for us and make these decisions over our lives, especially at a time like this, we should know everything they're discussing, who they're discussing it with and why. Right. How about more privacy for genuine private citizens? We need privacy from these people. These are the spy masters. These are the people, these are the people watching us at all times. Um, you know, how many, right. We're talking about NATO people. We're talking about, uh, former CIA, FBI law enforcement. Thank you so much, Doug, for, for playing that. I really appreciate it. We had Susie come on a minute ago and she probably thought that I was, I still was in the middle of my show, but I, I'll see if I can get a hold of her now. Hopefully she can come I'm on. Here. Oh, you're there. You're hiding. I, you I'm must here. be underneath this blanket behind me. <laughs> no, there I'm, you are. <laughs> I'm pretty visible. <laughs> well, good, Susie. So nice to see you. Sorry about the mix-up on Saturday. I double booked. And anyway, I'm. what can I say? I'm human. And, but you're here. Yes, yes. You're here. It, it's fine with me, dear. And I, I just shows you have. I'm amazed that double booking or forgetting any booking um, don't happen frequently. Right. You must have a super structured mind. <laughs> well, the coffee does help. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I want to apologize to my listeners. I know there's a lot of people. Today, uh, listening from uh, Deutsches von Österreich and Schweiz, um, and I, I just had a, a, a IMSA wrote me a, a nice note um, uh, based in uh, the United Kingdom for helping. So I'll get a hold of them after the show. Um, I have I had a translator for the show for for German, but a wonderful lady named Nicole. But she had to, you know life happens that she had things to do. So, but um, I'll arrange that after the show today. But uh, anyway, Susie, how are you doing today? Could you give out your website, by the way? I think people who are first-time listeners might like to look up, you know, what your son is saying. And uh, Yes. Um, uh, the website is matthewbooks.com. Two okay. P's in Matthew, plural books. Okay. And in addition to the books, and you can read a sample chapter of each of the six books, there are over 200 messages that are archived there. Wow. Wow. So it's a pretty full and fascinating site. 
And you know what was interesting is that, I hope you don't mind me asking this, but, you know, death is always a tragic thing. And Matthew passed on at early age, what, he was 17, something like that? Yes. 17. But later he, he said he'd contact you. And then when he did, he explained, Susie, oh, he's listening. Yeah. Hi, Matthew. <laughs> he's listening. Um, he explained that he, he did that so we could do this kind of work with you to help raise the consciousness and enlighten people about spiritual issues and life on the other side. And I thought that was so, so beautiful. You know, I would, you know, it's, it's, Um, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, In his and my soul contract, um, we agreed on this cooperative information service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the families. Um, pre-birth agreement. Uh, <coughs> Matthew's and my uh, um, contracts are part of it, just as um, their father and Matthew's three siblings are are part of it. Um, it still is hard for me to accept that I agreed to Matthew being in a fatal car vehicle, car crash, um, when he was 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was life-changing for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we had some very difficult years. But finally, about 14 years later, um, Matthew connected with me mm-hmm. and um, that was January 1994. I mean, uh, it's been a long time that we've been talking, chatting daily, and that he has been transmitting information first for the books and now the messages the monthly messages wow wow what a service you're you you are both providing your spirit family is providing to humanity and i for one am really grateful for i've i've followed matthew for years and just really like like the message just um and you said before susie that actually the messages for the first of the month come out before because it takes some time to get them set up with you know, on the website and, and, and everything. Does he have, I've read the ones for this month. Is it too early for next month? Or I guess he's probably in the middle of writing them. For, for... Uh, he did transmit part of the July message. Mm-hmm. And he did that because until earlier today, I was expecting to pick up my son, Michael, Thursday at noon. And I found out (laughs) today, Michael's car broke down. I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to take a couple of weeks for the shop to have the parts they Mm -hmm. need. So Michael will be coming later 
in two and a half weeks or so. But on the 20, the night of the 20th, my son Eric and his dear lady are coming. Uh, they live half the year in Panama, half in Peru. What an interesting life, my gosh. Well, wow. a far-flung family, because my daughter is Panama's ambassador to the Netherlands. Oh, wow. Incidentally, she, she cannot discuss what goes on at the meetings, but she has been attending meetings at the International Court of Justice and the Criminal Court of Justice in The Hague. Okay. And the suits that have been filed there are, um, well, crimes against humanity mm -hmm. committed by the pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. And individuals who were also deeply involved in Matthew puts quotation marks uh, around pandemic. Uh, other people say shamdemic pandemic. <laughs> pandemic, yeah. Or plan. Pandemic, pandemic, yeah. You know, right. all, all of which you know are are apt descriptions of it, right? Um, but at any rate, um, none of the committee members who attend those meetings um, are permitted to discuss what goes on. But Betsy did say, "Very interesting." And that's not giving away any, and you know, well, any we, confidential details. We have a small audience today. There's only something like 115 million. So feel free to sh sh share anything confidential. I'm sure they won't mind. You know, just if, you know. ah, well, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> now I can just talk about anything I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Ted, this is a question I should have asked you, mm -hmm. or could have asked you, mm -hmm. uh, months and months and months ago. You are the only one who sees me, right? Because I'm, I'm sorry, what? A radio show. Right, I have a radio show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know that. But I mean, nobody except you. Huh. Can see us, well, me, on our Zoom meetup. Right? Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. Yeah. Good, good. Because I didn't dress fashionably. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry about it. <laughs> you, well, look, you look great. You look great. I mean, what you could do, we could do a CGI screen and we could put up a beautiful sunset or something instead of, you don't have to have the video. I mean, if you, you know, but, oh, but the no. cat's out of the bag now. I mean, 
No, you know, I, Doug, Doug and Dong have at BBS haven't complained to me about your appearance, so I think it's okay. <laughs> but they surely would, wouldn't they? They would be honest. Well, <laughs> they're good guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's oh, what's what's new with you? Well, I've been thinking about the last time you were on. We talked about Ukraine. And it was very interesting how Matthew said that the negative, the negative part about uh, being people being depressed about Ukraine sending negative energy is actually making it worse and harder to resolve. Is that situation getting better now with Ukraine? Um, um, it, it is because uh, people's focus has shifted. Uh-huh. Um, at least in this country, there is concern about inflation. And very likely, mostly, the price of gas. Right. Because this is hitting this Everybody. population very, very hard. You know that, Ted. Mm-hmm. You know that. Right, right. I combine errands. I don't go any single place. I just stay home until I have at least three errands in town. Right, right. I want to tell you, I asked my guides the other day, and I'd love to ask this from Matthew too. I see the price going down for gasoline, going back to what it was before, substantially less than it is now by September, October, as 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 Ukraine wraps up, uh, Russia pulls out, um, the cleanups done. Th- that's what I see happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, uh, well, I I can tell you, I don't, I, you know, he doesn't need to chime in here. Um, <clears throat> he says that when there is so much chaos in the Earth's energy field of potential. Mm-hmm. There is no clarity of timelines in the short term. I see. Okay. And uh, unless he, as spokesperson for all the souls at his station, thousands and thousands of others, um, unless they know something with a high degree of certainty, they prefer not to say probably or maybe or sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's exasperating to readers. I mean, it is to me. Sure. So it is to readers. They never make predictions. They never prophesize. And they don't proselytize. They offer information that at the time the message is current. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Ted. Um, the 
message has to be wrapped up about four days prior to the date that appears on the message. I see. Because I send it to my webmaster. She codes it uh, for NetAtlantic's template uh -huh. and then emails it to them. Mm -hmm. They put it, or a technician at NetAtlantic puts it in the queue uh -huh. for mass distribution. Uh -huh. So something, well, probably not monumental. Because monumental happenings really are evident in the energy field of potential. But there can be other things that pop up during that four-day difference in there. And fairly often, okay, not really often, but at least now and then. I get emails from message readers who want to know why, Matthew, didn't mention this whatever event took place or some sort of revelation of, say, minor, minor uh, change. But that is, and, and of course, I tell them, <laughs> this is why. Right. Interesting. Okay, great. In his in his message for this month on June 2nd, I urge everyone to look that up. Just Matthew's uh I can I can give you the site here. Let's see. Let's go to um go to uh, uh www.matthewbooks m a t t h e w b o o k k s plural dot, dot com uh forward slash june hyphen second hyphen 2022 backslash or forward slash. <coughs> he talks about um, 80 some years ago, and that must have been in the 1940s when Gaia's body, Mother Earth's body, became so imbalanced that it was at risk of hurling into space and total destruction. Destruction. She cried out for help, <coughs> and instantly God authorized the evolved civilizations to send to Earth. The light to, she needed to help stabilize her her axis, her axis, and um, ascending out of the third density's deadly grasp. Was that after the nuclear bombs exploded here on the planet? <coughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, no, I, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> no. It was by now. It's I think Matthew says eighty some or more than eight decades. Mm -hmm. uh, it was during the buildup to World War II. Okay. And the amount of negativity that would be produced by that, uh, Gaia knew that uh, she was, the earth was so out of balance that the additional negativity uh, would have 
pulled her out into space and total destruction, of course. Really? Wow, too bad. That is why she cried out. Uh-huh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he also writes, uh, the highest universal council knew the dark forces intended their puppets on Earth to retain control by continuing the environmental destruction, disease, divisiveness, and bloodshed that produces negativity. Wow. Um, um, and I want to thank God, especially for their help with all of this, because we, we're a mess anyway. But, um, you know, has, has there been ever a time in this planet according to uh, Matthew Susie, where there's been total destruction on this planet? And have we come close in the past as well, besides that? Uh, Twice, yes. Okay. And um, all life forms perished. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, One was an abrupt ice age, uh, the other time, uh, again, sudden. Of course, the negativity had been amassing for uh, maybe millennia. Um, but the events happened abruptly. And mm-hmm. that was a series of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions uh, that formed uh, mountains and um, canyons and changed the topography totally. Mm. Um, And I think that was the first one. I think the Ice Age was the second when, you know, all life forms perished. Um, When Earth was manifested and it was co-created by uh, Gaia and God, The climate was moderate everywhere. The entire planet Mm -hmm. was a Garden of Eden. Wow, amazing. And um, there was not much difference in elevation. Uh And um, if I may speak about climate change for a moment. Um, Earth is gradually moving back to a moderate climate globally. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that um, the snow-capped mountains, you know, will thaw no more. No more skiing, um, and uh, it doesn't mean that all glaciers will melt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it because this is a different era, a totally different era. 
Besides, um, Gaia is pleased with the mountains and uh, the canyons and mm-hmm. the lakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the changes mm-hmm. from antiquity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great, great, great. It's it's really enlightening to read Matthew's perspective because it gives a, be, a historical background of what's of what's going on. Uh, was Atlantis another time where the Earth came close to destruction? I know the Atlanteans destroyed their own civilization. Was that one time as well? Well, uh, a lot of lives were lost, mm. um, but. Atlantis and Lemuria were immense uh, land masses. I suppose like Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what happened to them didn't wipe out all the population in Europe or Africa or Asia. Right. So even though those were catastrophes, um, it's not all life was lost or life forms. And by life forms, mm-hmm. I'm talking about um, humans, all the variety of animals and plants, trees, mm-hmm. all life. Right. Interesting. Interesting. There's another message from Matthew too. And he writes, regardless of how long you've been on earth, um, it's not easy to live. We know it's not easy to live in a world where dark control is maintained by a few, by a double-edged sword, fear on one edge, deception on the other. Um, but, and this, this, this sentence I really liked, um, but as we've often told you the the mission that you undertook already is a stunning success. Where, where the peoples are joyful, joyfully flourishing in a peaceful, harmonious world and nature is restored to health and beauty. So we are right on the right track. And that's nice to know, you know? Oh, absolutely. And in the continuum, um, that world already is flourishing. Mm-hmm. In linear time, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. still doing everything we can light workers um, to reach that kind of world, make the changes that are necessary. And light workers, you know, it's it's, it's not an organization. Um, there is no membership. There are no policies or rules. It is the term that is applied not just by Matthew, but many messengers uh, of the light. It's um, it light workers is everyone who is um, doing their best in. Around the world, 
to uh, bring peace to earth, to uh, improve situations, um, to create a justice system that is just. And millions and millions of those individuals uh, may never have even heard the term light worker, mm-hmm. let alone identify as, as one. Right. 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 Well, what, and that's well said, Susie, well said, really, really great. Um, he writes on earth, the battle has reached Cassandra between the light and the dark. The Luminati's patents, Patented uh, COVID virus adversely affected the populace physically, psychologically, and economically, but it failed to meet their objective of killing billions outright. This made stepping up other activities even more crucial, crucial because they live off the low vibrations. And what's interesting, you know, this week is the Bilderberg meeting in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I played a little segment on that before we got on the air. Just to- uh, Yes, uh, yes. That was so interesting. And uh I want to correct one word you said, Ted. Billions, not millions. They say billions. Expected billions. Billions, right? To die abruptly Mm -hmm. from COVID. Right. 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 Uh, They they wanted to kill a lot more people than they have. Oh. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. May I mention why billions did not die? Please, please. Okay. Um, First of all, there are millions of volunteers from other civilizations Mm -hmm. who volunteered and were chosen. Uh, triple the number who were needed, volunteered, but the strongest and most experienced were chosen. Mm. And a very small part of volunteers, numbering only in the thousands, the low thousands, uh, Matthew refers to as extraterrestrial special forces. Oh, yes. Okay. They differ from all the rest of the people mm-hmm. because they retained they retain all of their innate abilities. Mm-hmm. We have them, but they're dormant. Mm-hmm. Um And those abilities include um, dematerialization and rematerialization, Um, reading minds, Um, relocating at the speed of a thought, Uh, telepathic communication. And back to the dematerialization, that includes their bodies. Um, So they're invisible. Mm. 
those capabilities uh, make those special forces guys, uh, not guys, not exclusively men, men and women, uh, invaluable in mm. intelligence agencies mm. and uh, top military and in the reference to why billions did not die mm -hmm. in laboratories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they, the ones in the laboratories where the viruses are manipulated, mm -hmm. uh, viruses are ubiquitous. Right. And, and, you know, they right. don't do anything. But if they are manipulated, then they can do whatever those scientists do to them, want them to do. Sure. All right. What the special forces agents did mm -hmm. was uh, reduce the potency of the COVID virus mm -hmm. to the extent possible. Mm -hmm. They couldn't neutralize it or it would have been dead. It would have been obvious. Mm -hmm. So they had to leave some of the potency in there. But, and, and some people did die. People mm -hmm. uh, whose immune systems were already compromised, mm -hmm. which made them vulnerable to other medical issues. Mm -hmm. And so adding a bit of COVID was like the last straw. And so those people did die. But people who whose immunity system was in pretty good shape, did not. Or maybe they got sick, mildly sick, and recovered. But mm -hmm. billions did not die. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's good. That's that's wonderful. That's good. That's good news. <laughs> yes, I, it is. Um, yeah. I I heard. Um, on that program, I I forget her name. I I saw it, glanced at it, but I I was more interested in looking at her face. Uh, uh, she mentioned Henry Kissinger. Okay. Um, years and years ago, I mean Henry is at the peak of the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. uh, Matthew refers to uh, the Dark Ones as the Illuminati. He is at the peak of them. And I, I don't know how long ago, many, many years, he spoke of useless eaters. Oh, I remember that comment, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. I do remember that. I do remember that, Susie. Well, you know what's interesting 
the media, as you know, in the United States and other countries is completely controlled and it's hard to get any kind of real information, a good inf information. And what I liked about what Matthew wrote, I'll just paraphrase it. Um, he writes, the, the deceived public doesn't know that Russian troops and acting in consonance with light forces um, took on the essential task of destroying the bioweaponry uh, and, and intended to eradicate most of the world's people. They don't know that the troops are uprooting deca decades of Illuminati control in European Union countries, limiting laboratories and storage facilities, production of chemical weaponry, headquarters of sex trafficking, money laundering, worldwide computer ha hacking. They don't know that the troops are exploding tunnels and compounds after re rescuing babies with little children, held captive until they were shipped wherever ordered by pedophilia rings and for satanic uh, uh, rituals. Um, and so you get, you get this very slanted view of what's going on in the world in the U.S. media. Um, has, he, has Matthew said anything about when the media in the United States, other countries are going to be cleaned up so that they'll force to be told, they have to tell the truth? Um, uh, no. Um, okay. No, he hasn't. Uh, he has mentioned, but not recently, that um, the people, and it's just a handful of people who control all media. Right. Uh, Right. Radio and TV stations, newspapers, um, right. you know, all the places that report the news were mm -hmm. actually what they report. The reporters say what they are told to say. Right, exactly. Uh, the wire services, those are also controlled. And all these people who um, control so many organizations and agencies that impact life worldwide, uh, it's the same group that well, did the long-range planning of the pandemic, patented the viruses. Um, Ted, may I ask you something at this point? Sure. Do you know what COVID-19 stands for? Yes, uh, Certificate of Vaccination 2019. ID meaning or ID identity. Yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah. You, yeah I, I, I'm not surprised that you know it. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Um, and the CDC uh, is not at all what it claims to be. Right. Right. Um, they own patents on vaccines. They sell vaccines. Right. Well. Wow. The entire medical industry, all of those uh, triple letter uh, agencies 
like FDA and CDC, and who? World Health Organization. That is controlled. There are so many entrenchments that are beginning to crack. And again, Matthew is not saying when, and they're not all going to crumble simultaneously, but taking media, mainstream media, out of the hands of the Illuminati would be a, a revelation. You know, and replacing the disinformation with accurate and full information. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And um, in, in many American cities and bigger cities around the world where uh, people are mind controlled and they actually believe what the media tells them. Oh, indeed. You know, Ted, I have heard from light workers um, and they identify themselves that way. Uh, who say they do not believe what Matthew has said about the pandemic. Others have said the same about Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. became captive of mainstream media. Right. Uh, fortunately, Far more readers uh, write uh, uh, their gratitude that Matthew has confirmed their suspicions or their feelings. Uh, and that is so encouraging that people are paying attention to intuition. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And the people who believe the mainstream media, for example, that the um, the COVID vaccines are safe and effective, uh, and all this other others lies are going to die from it. Many have many have already died from the from the lies. So, I saw a um, list of about a dozen at least medical issues. Uh, the only one I, well, I, I could remember some of them, um, but that the incidences of these issues popping up after people were vaccinated have increased by percentages that are alarming. Astronomical. Yeah, they are. Astronomical. They are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a new fatal brain disease that's come out from the vaccines, too. Just recognized. And are then, you talking about monkeypox? No, I, no it's, a, it's, in, it's separate. 
it's a, it's a, it's a new fatal brain disease that's come out. And also they said, that, Oh, the the corrupt CDC has come up with a new term. They call it like, like, like Southern infant death. They call it sudden adult death where adults suddenly oh. just drop dead. No reason. They don't mention the vaccine. They just suddenly dropped dead. Boy, that's really takes a winner there. <laughs> if, well, if they have time, they'll develop a pharmaceutical drug that is preventive and a vaccine that will help prevent. I mean, they are fortune makers, fortune hunters and fortune makers. Their greed equals their evil doing. Right, 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 right. But um, I hadn't heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sudden adult death, whatever. Yeah. Sudden adult death. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then Big Pharma is going to come out with a new drug for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, and a vaccine. Right. A, a preventive vaccine that probably will help that sudden to become more sudden <laughs> right exactly or, uh, sooner come sooner right right uh, but that seems strange because people can die suddenly of massive heart attack right an embolism um well choking to death would not be abrupt and but it's it would be fast but at any rate i'm surprised they bothered to do that right Right. instead of just saying people die suddenly all the time well that's true right yeah 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 you know my thought on that is it shows how desperate they are. Yeah, yeah, right, right. One of the things that's been happening, too, that I've seen, uh, not too often, but it does happen, where light workers themselves get taken over by dark forces. And so people still think they're okay, but they're not. And instead, they're just spreading a lot of harm around the planet. I've seen that happen a couple of times, too. So That happens also to channels. Mm. Well, actually, every one of us is a channel. We're constantly channeling energy. Right, exactly. Um, So the more accurate term is receivers um, of telepathic communication. Mm -hmm. Um, Individuals who uh, don't observe wisdom um, will attempt to make contact with somebody when they are fatigued or stressed about 
situations their own mm-hmm. or their families um or they go into ego right and they reach dark entities true that's true mm-hmm. who claim to be uh well-known um sources right uh, Sananda, uh, Hatan, mm-hmm. um, Ashtar, right. Saint Germain, right, right. Mm-hmm. and the receivers are unaware right. mm-hmm. of this deceit that's going on. Right. And so they disseminate mm-hmm. the information they're given mm-hmm. by these dark entities right mm-hmm. and usually um it's fearful sounding right okay that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense um recently it was about a little more than a week ago um a guy named simon parks has an organization called connecting consciousness And I guess he had his own reasons for doing this, but he asked all of his members worldwide to visualize dark clouds over everyone's head and dark clouds around the planet to have the planet ascend. I think that it had actually the opposite effect. And if you want to have the the planet ascend, you always want to share love and light and not dark energy. But that's just one example of many, I think, of what's what's some. Okay. Um, I'd like to add to that because I did read that. Um, And it was uh, a dark cube. That's right, a dark cube, right. A dark cube. And to see light coming into this picture Mm. and dissolving Mm. the dark cube. I remember he said something about you don't want it to explode because then the particles will fly out. Mm. So see it dissolving. I I was told it was a satanic ritual and it could be dangerous doing something like that. I mean, the whole thing is my, I have friends in the CC and they called it wacky. And I said, why don't you just send love and light around the planet? Why do you have to make up these? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Why envision or visualize right. the dark at all? Exactly. That's what. What that? That's yeah. my question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a visualization that Matthew told me about years and years ago, because yeah. we have been talking now for. Um, more than 28 years Mm -hmm. and he said mother visualize earth Uh, you know like the blue and the land masses yeah visualize Mm -hmm. that immersed in golden white light Mm -hmm. and that is so simple. It's yeah. so easy. Right. And I I do this a few times a day simply because I I think 
about it. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's yeah. that's a great way to go, Susie. After all, after after absolutely right. I do the same thing. I send lots of love and right around the planet. Also, I do the Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian healing prayer. I'm sure you know about it. You say, "I'm sorry, please forgive me." I thank you and I love you. And that works. That does work too. You send that to the planet. You send it to maybe somebody who's having a difficult time in life. It does help. You ask, you know, and then you cover it with lots of love and light. That, that does work. So, Yes. Um, and the story of the psychiatrist who did that and cleared the, the mental hospital yeah uh, where all the patients were right. declared insane mm -hmm. and simply by doing that never even meeting them right yeah the Ho'opono Bono is powerful mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very, very powerful. And that's that's when Hugh, Dr. Hugh Lin, a psychologist in Hawaii, did that. And he and he had all the patients do it, and he did it for his patients. Within a year, everybody got well, and they were all released, and the facility closed down because they didn't have any more patients left. Uh, I, I didn't know that he had all of the patients do that. Yeah, I he did. I didn't know that. I thought... Yeah. He stayed in his office and just concentrated on saying that over and over. Yeah, yeah. It's the energy right. of it and the intention. Right. Uh, something else Matthew told me a long time ago. Intention has its own energy. Really? Interesting. So... If the intention is benevolent, that adds more power nice. to a mantra or a visualization or mm -hmm. a prayer or um, meditation, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the intention is extra. <laughs> mm -hmm. Interesting. That's fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. You, you you have family in other parts of the world. If you don't mind me asking, what's it like in Panama or Peru, other parts of the world or in Europe? Are they experiencing the same kind of difficulties we are here? I'm sure. They are. Yeah. They are. Okay. Corruption in governments, okay. um, restrictions, and, and, and they're not in lockdown. Um, uh, okay, I have family in the Netherlands, Peru, Panama, Chile, and Houston in the States, a grandson and his family. Um, in all of those countries, and including the U.S., definitely, um, Corruption in government, uh, deception in mainstream media, uh, 
poverty, new mm-hmm. new levels of poverty, you know, due to uh, all of the COVID-related restrictions, lockdown right. and isolation and all, all of that. Um, so they are emerging from that and dealing with the other problems. In, in essence, there, I, I don't think there is any country on earth where life is absolutely ideal. North Korea. North Korea is good. Oh, and the okay. real estate there yeah. is cheap. Nobody yeah. wants to live there, but you can get some great deals. Never mind. Just a joke. But yeah, anyway. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the upside of that is that change is on the way. That's true. It is. Benevolent change is mm. on the way worldwide. Some places um, faster than others or more obvious than others. Right. Um, but eventually, Earth is going to have her golden age. Right. And everything that is happening now is moving Earth toward that, toward her destiny. Nice. Nice. And it's about time. Oh, indeed. (laughs) Indeed. The soul's... The souls like you and Matthew and myself, you have to have infinite patience um, to keep pushing and working for for better for a better planet and the ascension for all these thousands of years. I mean, yeah. You know. How are you doing with patience? Um, well, when I was a, when I was a small boy, my dad took me fishing, especially catfishing. Ah. And, and when you went catfishing as a kid, you would <laughs> line out and you'd have to wait maybe all day to get a bite or all morning or all afternoon. Um, and eventually you'd get one, you know, but you have to have patience. So that's why I learned patience from. That was a wonderful training ground. For you. <laughs> um, yeah. I have had to learn it and practice. Patience is not something you just sign up for and vroom, you've right. got it. Right. So I I don't think I signed up for enough. So I have been learning. And when I think I've used it all up, I find no, not quite. There's still some more there. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, we live in a culture, especially in the United States, where things go fast, fast food, f- fast this, fast programs, fast friendships, whatever. Everything goes fast. Yeah. And patience takes time and you have to step back 
and and learn how to wait. You know, you don't have, you don't have to have to take a number and wait. <laughs> and speaking of time, um, what we think of as past, present, and future mm-hmm. um, actually is energy. Mm-hmm. Different layers of energy. Um, and the linear time doesn't exist anywhere else. We need it to make sense of things. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was the 3D world. We're, right. we're moving out of 3D uh, spiritual and conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. Earth is ahead of us. Earth is in fourth density. Mm-hmm. But a large portion of the population is still 3D um, mentally and emotionally. Right. right. And, but they are awakening. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for everything that somebody might say that is negative, I can counter with something that is positive. And you can do the same. Right. And I know you do. Right. Yeah, I try. Make, make, make lemonade out of lemons, you know. <laughs> you know, sort of, yeah. you know, so... And you make such good lemonade. Oh, well, thank you. You're so kind, Susie. (laughs) I'll tell you a secret about making really delicious lemonade. Okay. Add a drop or two of Angostura bitters. Really? I'll write that down. I would never thought about it. Yeah. I I read it somewhere. I would never thought of it either. But I tried it. You know, sometimes you see these cute little kids, little boys and girls, and they're selling, you know, lemonade on the street. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, next time I see one of those, I'll tell them about Angosora bitters. That'll, that'll be great. Yeah. The secret well, to lemons, the last time I bought a lemon, it was 89 cents. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that this summer there will be, I don't think there will be very many kids selling lemonade okay. yeah well <laughs> yeah yeah and it, you know what i said was not the least bit profound and it really didn't deserve very much thought mm-hmm mm-hmm but it all goes back to inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're trying to destroy our civilization. Um, you know, Susie. Oh, yes, I do indeed. Any way they can. Yes. Physically and financially. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every way they can. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, mentally and emotionally too. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't understand: if if 
if Biden didn't win and the election was fake, then why does anybody pay attention to him? I mean, why bother? Because not everybody believes that. I see. Um, I think approximately half this country are Biden fans and the other half are not. So it's yeah, yeah. But you know, um, I think some people are beginning to wonder who is that Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor who is portraying him, right, um, speaks coherently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Biden never did. Right, right. I mean, right. He did better when he was twenty-seven years younger. Right. But um, dementia did start showing. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I've heard he's actually. Um, in Bethesda uh, Naval Hospital in Maryland with a stroke. And they've got all these actors kind of filling in for him, you know. Yes, so, yes. You know, that's um, what I also heard that. Um, and I think that was uh, fortuitous for the Democratic National Committee. Right. Um as I mean, they could see that Joe was failing. They did not want Kamala in the presidency. Right, right. And so they really had a dilemma. Hmm. And when Joe had a stroke and was hospitalized, um, that solved their problem. Mm. And mm. I don't know if the first um, double lookalike is the one who's doing it now. Yeah. But um, it, he is wearing a Super thin plastic mask that is skin tight. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to act like Biden, but he's he is not able to be incoherent. It right. just is right. so against right. his whole being. Yeah. Um, I remember watching, um, I saw the last 10 minutes of the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. And toward the end, in the last minute, uh-huh. uh, the actor was so passionate mm-hmm. that he was making gestures 
and speaking dramatically. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I did. Okay. Yeah. Didn't you think, oh my God. You know, what was really powerful was that they were going to have another body double use a, use a new um, yo-yo where where Biden was going to introduce a new presidential yo-yo because it helps with the coordinate. He stares at the yo-yo and he's able to coordinate eye, eye movements, but he didn't, couldn't find a yo-yo. So they had this other guy come in. That's what I know. Sorry, well, bad joke. They um, have but, managed to fool a lot of the public. That's true. Um, I think that the non-Biden supporters are catching on. Yeah. Because they, it really is obvious yeah. that somebody is portraying Biden. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know how this is going to be resolved. Um, Well, I mean, Matthew doesn't know. Um, It's not that I am so wise I simply am repeating what Matthew and my other sources have told me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. I know. If if I didn't have that knowledge, I would be useless to you. <laughs> Don't say that, Susie. You're come on. Well, not I one of those useless leaders. So. <coughs> The thing is, um, the the United States is not the sovereign republic that our founders set up. That's true. Very shortly after that, Mm -hmm. the Illuminati, probably uh, British royalty and... Uh, the city of London, which is um, one of the Illuminati's financial centers, um, changed um, the newly united colonies into a corporation. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they got away with that, except that nobody knew it. I mean, obviously, they didn't announce it. But um, we all are employees of this corporation that the Illuminati own. And that is why Nisara was formed. Could you explain the title of Nassara for my listeners who don't? Yes. National Economic and Recovery Act. Okay. Um, it is U.S. legislation mm-hmm. that Bill Clinton, it, that's 
President Clinton at the time, mm -hmm. uh, signed virtually at gunpoint, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, well, the military marched in with this, and um, he signed it. He immediately put a gag order on it, meaning that anyone who was there at probably a congressional session mm -hmm. uh, was forbidden to ever speak about it. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And mm -hmm. um, oh, maybe a couple of years ago, or maybe not quite that long, in um, was, well, it's still Nisara because that's the legislation, but the implementation is global. So mm -hmm. it's Nisara slash Gisara now. And the first provision mm -hmm. calls for the resignation of the entire government. Wow. Interesting. Um, well, because it is like the board of directors of a corporation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Therefore, um, unlawful under the Constitution. True. Okay. So, um, the complexities of exposing the Biden administration, um, even if it were the real person Biden, the complexities are really profound. Mm -hmm. And Matthew mentioned those in a message maybe eight or nine months ago. So I don't, I don't remember them all. Okay. Um, but the one I do remember is that putting out of office everybody in this illegal administration mm -hmm. uh, means there would be no governing body at all, at least on a temporary basis. Uh -huh. How would a new governing body be formed? Hmm. Um, would there be an election? Would, for instance, there would, could there be a committee that um, would oversee uh, national affairs while an election and all the processes that involved an election, mm -hmm. um, all of those were being put into place. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So there, there were other complexities as well, or at least situations that need to be resolved. Mm -hmm. And um, they haven't been as yet. It, um, okay. Interesting. I, I get questions all the time uh, about Nasara, Gasara. And when, when does, I know the timelines are difficult, but do you, do you think it will still happen within our lifetime? <laughs> um, I'm 89. I can't promise how much longer I'll be here. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm healthy. Um, well, uh, definitely within the lifetime of most people, because we're not talking about decades here. Okay. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, there can't be, well, I suppose there could be, but I don't think there will be mm -hmm. a presidential election uh, in 24. Mm. That would simply continue. Um, Oh, a presidential, okay. All right. Yeah. I find the clipped in me that a presidential election in 2024 would just continue the mess we've already been in. So Gassara and Nistara would dictate, would require a new government. So no presidential election. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Now just, that's just my thought. Okay. And that, that's, uh, that's, that's not deep thinking. That's just common sense. That's common sense. And that's good to hear common sense. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm glad I have a little of that. <laughs> you have quite a bit of common sense, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things God told me one time is yeah. that uh, I, I think I mentioned something about common sense. And he said, well, here's the thing, Susie. Sense is not common. Right. Sense is not common. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> to me, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's difficult in many places around the world, and especially in the United States, where you've got such the media has such influence and control over people. It's difficult sometimes yeah. to get through to them. But in spite of that control, people are still waking up. They're still waking up and they're seeing things, what's going on. So the, the brainwashing that the media does on people is not quite as effective as the cabal would probably hope it would be. Yeah. Yes. This awakening process is um, ultimately the total downfall of the Illuminati. Right. Right. The pandemic was really their undoing, their Waterloo, uh, because that there are thousands of medical specialists and healthcare personnel uh, and researchers who have written articles or appeared on videos uh, stating that, for instance, the vaccine, a vaccine has to meet certain 
parameters. Right. Um, the solution falsely called vaccine doesn't mean any of them. That's true. It doesn't. But it's experimental gene therapy. That's right. Uh, also, backing up to COVID, um, none of these specialists, virologists, epidemiologists, biologists, you know, the, the people who specialize in this part of medicine uh, or art science, um, they were never able to isolate a COVID. Yeah, I remember that, Susie. Yeah. And number 19 simply means that 18 COVID right. were made previously. Interesting. That makes total sense. Yeah, right. It's yeah. All, all planned out, all a scam. Yes. Me- they are long range planners. Sure. Uh, right. They, right. There's, you, you know this, Ted. Right. That Rockefeller lockstep 2010. Ten. That's right. Was a list in right. chronological order right. of what would be done. Um, okay, you know, like it included patenting the virus. And either Bill Gates or maybe he had Microsoft do it, patented the one that was released. Um, And then right going down the list of have media do in-your-face publicity, starting with the first case, and continue that, um, inflate, the statistics right. of case numbers and deaths. Um, put the restrictions in place right, right away. Right, right. right. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't. Totally oh, that's okay. That All right, so um, no- and um, and and uh, masks. Isolation, lockdown, um, it's all right. Probably a phone solicitor. It's okay. Yeah, I, I, yes. And I don't mind turning it up, but I'm sorry. And okay. I don't know where the ringer on this. Oh, that's this okay. It's an ancient telephone. That's uh, okay. We got about yeah. five or six minutes left, but, but you're right. If this stuff was all planned out, and it's following. Oh, yeah. And now, and now suddenly we have monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't think that was even on the agenda. Right. Now they're becoming imaginative. Right. Now we're getting monkeypox. Well, yeah. I, l- l- let me, let's go. I think people are seeing through this, this theater Shakespearean play. Um, uh, let's, let's go to something fun. Uh, and that's Medbeth's. And I've been told by my galactic friends and plebeian friends, Susie, that October is going to be a really good month with October 22nd being a good day. Now, I don't know what's going on, but that could be the time that they roll out the med beds finally to help people 
with their health. And one of the ones I've heard is that for any age, you'll be able to go back to when you were 29 or 30, and you could start a family again if you want or whatever. And you'd live for a long, much longer time. Would you like to go back to 29 or 30, Susie? No. No, no thank you. Okay. Well, anyway, I just thought I paid my dues. I want to move on. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, for those interested. uh, um, uh, Med beds. I I don't know much about them. Um, Okay. I know a wee bit about rife technology and Mm -hmm. a wee bit about Tesla. Um, and, and, well, everything in this universe is a matter of vibrations, but the rife, uh, equipment was able to, rife was able to determine how to calibrate that equipment so that it was at the right frequency um, or our vibrational level uh, to treat and cure a, a various illnesses, and they varied. Right. Um, I don't know anything really about medbeds, but what I can say about a, a greater longevity, um, growing new limbs or new organs that have been removed, mm-hmm. um, um, and well, I can't think of any others, but yeah. that, that, those two will do. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I think. It- yeah, it could it could make new new yo-yos for President Biden too that he could play with, you know, because he uses those a lot. Yeah, so. but I don't think he's going to be a candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I, he he could be. Yeah. I'm not excluding yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Susie, Susie, we we've no. got a, we've got about a minute left, my friend. Ah, okay. Anyway, it so, takes. Total, absolute belief right. that we can grow new limbs, that we can live right. to be 200. Right. And, and that's going to take a while. Right. I, I agree with you. Susie, your website again is www.matthewbooks.com. And I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Um, um, we'll have you on again in a couple of weeks. I'll give you a call. We'll work out a schedule. And I want to thank you so much for coming on, Susie. It's always fun to talk to you and have your son on too, Matthew. I enjoy so much being with you. Good. Good. Thank you, my friend. Out of this world radio. Blessings to all of your audience. Okay. Thank you, Susie. Much love to you. And uh, Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener supported show. If you'd like to support us, just go to my website on BBS or Out of This World Radio. Uh, out of this world, 1150.com. Um, next Saturday, we'll be having on uh, Michael Jaco uh, as our featured guest. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening. You know, if we all work together, we can create a much better 
and happier world. Much love to everyone. I hope you all have a beautiful and happy day. And again, thank you so much for listening and supporting. Bye-bye, everyone. Much love to all of you. Bye-bye. And thank you for your support.